In Titus 2, older women are commanded to teach what is good so they can help younger women love their husbands and children. On today's show, you'll hear from older women who will share timeless, relevant biblical wisdom and personal, profound life experiences to help answer your questions and teach what God says is good so you can be the wife and mother you were created to be. Welcome to another episode of Older Women Likewise. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Older Women Likewise. Uh, we are so glad that you have joined us this evening. Um, we are missing Cindy tonight. She and Mark are moving into their Wesley Chapel home. So we look forward to being with her again next week uh, when Kathleen Trigg is going to be with us as well. But for tonight, I am so happy that we have um, good friends Jill and Judy are with us. Jill is in North Carolina, Judy is in Florida, and, and we worship. We, Jill and I used to worship together. Jill moved away. I don't know. And then Judy, <laughs> Judy uh, and I continue to worship together, and it is such a pleasure to have y'all. It's been a while since you've been on the program, so welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. I know She's not been feeling well today, so she is really, she is working hard so she could be with us. And I really appreciate that so much. Tonight, we're going to be talking about aging and death for the woman of God. Uh, There's a lot of, uh, this month, we're going to talk about uh, this subject. Uh, And there's, you know, there's so much is negative about aging and negative about dying. Uh, for people of the world, but it shouldn't be that way, I don't think, for the woman of God. Uh, I think it should be something that we embrace, uh, that we accept, uh, and even as far as death is concerned, that we look forward to leaving this body and going to our new body, to our new home. Um, when we talk about growing older, um, uh, ladies, what benefits do you realize as you grow older in Christ? And those who are watching the program, please add your comments. Is you know, would you do you think of things that you uh, realize what benefits as you grow older? Uh, Judy, you have an answer for us on this one. I do. Um, so I went to uh, Psalms ninety-two and um, verses twelve through fifteen. And um, particularly, though, I picked up uh, verse 14. It says, they, they shall bear, speaking of the righteous, um, they shall bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. And so that was very encouraging to me because I, I'm, I'm old age. <laughs> and I, was, and um, I, I thought, you know, I can still be fresh and flourishing, which, you know, that's good. And so I can still, I can still work for the Lord. I can still um, work in the kingdom. So I thought, okay, well, a lot of times what happens is people, we have no choice to grow older. 
but I believe we have a choice to grow old. And that may sound a little um, off or a little different, but what I'm saying is, is that we have no choice to grow older. We're going to grow older if we're fortunate enough. You know, I had a friend of mine who once said to me, she said, you, I was complaining about something. One, I had an ache, a pain somewhere, you know, and I'm complaining. And she looked at me. She's a nurse. And she's, <laughs> she, says, <laughs> she said, you know, Judy, you need to stop complaining. A lot of people don't have the privilege of growing old. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? She is so right. She is so right. But. So we can grow, we're going to grow older, but we don't have to grow old. And by old, I mean, you know, that you're, you're going to sit in your rocking chair and you're not going to do anything, you know, mm. you're just going to sit around and wait to die, which is, which is what's sometimes thought about when you grow older, you know, yeah. but that's not what this scripture says. This scripture says you can bear fruit and mm-hmm. you can be fresh and flourishing. So I I just felt good about that in terms of benefit. Yeah, I think so. I think sometimes as we grow older, we have more opportunities to bear fruit uh, for the Lord uh, mm-hmm. and uh, to really uh, to bear the fruit of the Spirit, to have that in us. Jill, what do you think about when you think of this question? Well, I, I was thinking about that... Um, you know, we mature. Um, we have an opportunity to learn and continue to grow. And and I consider myself as growing. I remember several decades ago hearing the term lifetime, lifelong learner. Mm. And I thought, you know, that's what I want to be. I, you know, we're so pitiful compared to God's intelligence and wisdom but but we can continue to add to what we already have. And in fact, it, you know, sometimes we have to work to maintain what we do have. We need to, mm-hmm. like Jesus, keep ourselves refreshed. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in going to God's word. I can't say, oh, well, I've read that before. I've studied that before. Every time we study something, it's fresh and new to us and I have insights now that I couldn't have had 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. So right. that's what I think of. That's, I think yeah. of my mind flourishing. Yeah. That's, you know, we, we have added value to. Tonight says, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. One of our viewers, Maggie Berry, said uh, it is a blessing to have a deeper understanding of God's word after living through many good and bad times. And it's those things that we've lived through that really help us to understand passages better. And so to me, that's a blessing of growing old, that experience. Right. Um, And another thing. Did you have something, Jill? Go ahead. You know, we've made mistakes. We've made our mistakes, some bad, some worse. And uh, it's good to feel like you have an opportunity to kind of grow past that and maybe help somebody else from making the same mistakes 
that you made earlier in life too. Right. So what I was going to say is that, you know, we do have some, we should have some added value as we age. We should be able to have more wisdom, like Jill is uh, talking about, experience, life's experiences. And Jill, you're so right with regards to helping others, especially if you've had a bad experience in your life. You And you see someone who's getting ready to perhaps do very same thing that you did that led to a bad experience, you can possibly be a help to those people. And um, I've, I've implemented that in my life. So um, that's, that's definitely, I think, a benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. You know, one benefit to me has been having more time. Um, mm. I have time to study, time to pray, time to worship. I was thinking today of Anna uh, in Luke uh, chapter two that uh, she had been a widow for many years and she spent all of her time uh, praying, worshiping, fasting at the temple. Uh, and, and it's a benefit as you grow older that you don't, we don't have that same responsibility of work or of children uh, that, you know, of other things that uh, keep us from studying uh, and worshiping as much as we might like to. Another question that we want to talk about again as we're aging is uh, what promises has God made to you? as you age, let me see. Oh, we have one, okay, that's good. And here's a comment too from Marsha Gray Patterson, who says that Titus two, verses two and three, tell us aged women to teach the younger women. And that's another thing that we have lots of time to do is to teach. Yes. Uh, I appreciate that comment too. So when we think about uh, as we age, what promises has God made to us uh, there are days we wake up and we don't feel really good and we just, you know, and, and as you say, we kind of moan and groan a little bit and complain, but we can think about the promises that God has made to us. Uh, well, um, for me, one of the greatest promises, um, and he did, he made these, he made this promise to the Israelites but it's uh, it's also being it's made to us in the New Testament, and that is that He will be with us forever to the end of time. You know, God doesn't change; God's always the same, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And of course, Psalm twenty-three: "Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life." And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. So we have that. Isaiah, um, let's see, where else? Um, well, in New Testament, I have 2 Corinthians 4, 16. Um, you know, the outward man is perishing, but the inward man, yeah. hopefully, hopefully is renewing day by day because we're trying to learn more. And like Jill said, it's never, it's refreshing all the time. You could have studied a passage of scripture a hundred times, but the next time you go to it, and because of our age, which adds to that, we see it maybe in a different light. And so right. 
you know, but his promises, the biggest promise for me is that he'll, he's always there. He will always be there. And um, so for me, that's, that's one of the biggest promises that he's made and God cannot lie. Right. So, so, God, there so, yeah. so there's that promise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about with Psalm 23, I think about verse four as mm-hmm. well. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod yes. and your staff, they comfort me. So God is like you said, he's always with us and he's right. always uh, caring for us. Right. Jill. Um, well, what you guys were saying pretty much hit what I was thinking that, but we know that eventually our body will fail. There's, there's no promise that that won't happen. Right. But that he will sustain us and he'll give us what he, what we need. We know that what, whatever our needs are. And that there will be a home with him if we're faithful to the end, then he'll be faithful to provide for us. Right. Yes. Yes. Psalm Psalm 73, uh, 26, my flesh and my heart fail. For God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So, yeah. And sometimes... Mm -hmm. Like a, a day I've had today where the, uh, I, <laughs> yes, my flesh will fail. And, um, you know, yeah. the aches and the pains, here I go again. But <laughs> just, it, you know, you got to really buck up and say, you know, it's okay. Because there's a lot more people that don't have the opportunity to grow old. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's always somebody who is sicker and hurt yes. hurts more than what hurts. So you know, exactly. There's so much. An- another passage that I came across was in Psalm 73 and verse 26 uh, that says, "My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever." Uh, and that's an encouraging passage for us that. You know, God is our strength and and he will provide and take care of us. And I think the heart in that passage, Isla, is not talking about our physical heart, even though we know that's that's part of our strength. But sometimes we do get discouraged. If you've had a long illness or some sudden uh, grief that that you've had to deal with, it can be difficult. Right. Difficult. Right. And... uh, of course, we always have the uh, picture of our Lord and his suffering. Right. So you know, whenever I'm suffering, I, I sometimes I have to go all the way back to that, you know, and he did that willingly, you know. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's not required of me. Yes. Because exactly. he paid that price. So, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's so that helps me put things in perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, God not only gives us promises, but he gives us some warnings or some lessons about aging uh, and, and some warnings, maybe some be careful as it comes to aging. Uh, did you think of any things that you would think of as 
uh, warnings or, or lessons? Well, see, we have in Hebrews 9 um, that it's appointed for man to die once and then the judgment. So we know you can look at that, I suppose, as a warning or as a good thing that you know what's going to happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things that uh, uh, Psalm 90 and also James 4, 14, um, how we look at life on a daily basis. You know, we hear the saying one day at a time. Well, life is a vapor. James 4.14, life is a vapor. Okay. So yes, one day at a time. And it's not, you know, we're, we're creatures of planning, planning. <laughs> we like to plan. That's and, right. uh, and it's okay, obviously to plan, but it's, you know, what you're fixed on, what your mind is really fixed on. And just to always know, always have in the back of your mind, you know, today's here. Let's yeah. make the most of it. Tomorrow, we don't know. That's right. And uh, that's that's scriptural. I mean, that is life is short and then we fly away. That's what the psalmist says, Psalm 90 and 10. Uh -huh. So um, we know in, I guess, you know, the older we get that. I mean, I remember people saying this, the older you get, the quicker the days go. It's true. It's yeah. true. Here we go. It's almost nine. It's almost 20. And 23, yeah. you know, so yeah. it goes very quickly. But anyway, those are some thoughts I had about just keeping focused um, on the day, on the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, Isla, you pointed us to Ecclesiastes 12, the first yes. few verses of that. Yeah. But we're told to love instruction and correction. That doesn't come natural. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, but we we have to keep focused. We can't get distracted by all the petty things of life so that we lose our focus of what's truly important. And uh, we can continue to improve that, improve our focus, improve our wisdom and our knowledge, improve our relations with other people um yeah well yes. i wonder why did god give me this long life mm -hmm. and uh i probably haven't got it right yet i need to work on it some more right yeah. right very good you mentioned psalm 90 verse 10 and um i had looked at 90 and verse 12 12 yes so mm -hmm. teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Right. Um, you know, wisdom doesn't come just, you know, you don't, I've known some old people that were silly and foolish yes. and sinful and, you know, so, yes. so it's not just, uh, just comes with wisdom. I mean, wisdom doesn't come just with age, but rather with learning, you know, as we are, we have to continue to study God's will and, and God's word and, and continue to, to learn things so that we can have that heart of wisdom that he promises us. Jill, what are you thinking? I'm thinking about all these people with um, degenerative um, 
diseases that actually affect their mental state. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know that's a serious problem. And you maybe have some, having somebody who's going to talk about it on a later program, but um, it's a, it's a real issue. As long as we can do things, as long as we can study, as long as we can learn and improve, we need to be busy doing it because we don't know how long that part of our life will continue to prosper with many yeah. fine women in the Lord who, um, and men who have with that capacity. So. Yeah. Cause we think, well, we'll just, I mean, as a younger person, we just assume that we'll be a hundred percent in control of our mind and, and then we'll die. You know, mm -hmm. and it, mm -hmm. it hardly ever works that way. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we lose uh, even in the, uh, the healthiest person, we lose some of that ability, you know, that cognitive ability, like you say, uh, and we need to be preparing ourselves for that. I, I think of, uh, you know, what, when Jesus said, I can't think of the scripture now, what's in the heart is what comes out of the right. mouth. Right. Uh, and if we fill our heart with sinful things or worldly things, things of the world rather than things of God. As we get older and, and we just say what we're thinking, we may, you know, our families may be saying, why in the world would she say that? We really have to make preparation, I think, for that as we get older. Judy, you had a thought? Yeah, uh, back to Ecclesiastes 12. <clears throat> so verses one through eight, basically. Uh, you know, remember God in the days of your youth. So to me, that's almost an implied warning there, you know, because because we know we we've we've been around people, we've been around long enough to know how difficult is it to teach someone the gospel when they're older. Maybe they're set in their ways. It's difficult. So remember God in the days of your youth. I, you know, just remember him. Because like to try and remember him for the first time or begin to remember him when you're 60, 70, 80 years old. Not that it cannot be done. It can. I've seen it done. Yes. Okay. But it's definitely more difficult. So I thought that was kind of under the warnings and lessons. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. remember remember him in the days of your youth. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, for each of us, thinking back to when we were 19, 20, 21, it doesn't seem that long ago. <laughs> right? It, it just doesn't. And all of a sudden, when if you're 19, 20, 21, or 30, 40, 50, uh, all of a sudden... You're 78 years old. I mean, it just, it's like all of a sudden. So I don't know any other way to express it than that. But don't, don't fail to read the word and, and study God's word and think about God and really meditate on his laws. And because then it's so much easier to do that than it is to do it later than it is I mean, so earlier than it is to do it later. Yeah. And also, it increases your love for God so much that you want to do it, but you've got to get in the habit of doing it. You've got mm -hmm. to make it a point to consider him in all of his ways, in right. all of your ways. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
Well, let's look at uh, our last question that we had to consider this evening. What promises concerning death has God made to the righteous woman? So we've talked about aging uh, and how, uh, and I hope next year, uh, Jill and Judy plan to join me as we do a once a month panel of advice for scriptural advice, spiritual advice for women, the next generation younger than we are about aging and how to continue to grow in the Lord. Um, and so that's one of the things we're looking forward to next year. But we want to kind of skip, uh, change gears here and look at death. What promises has God made about death uh, to the righteous woman? Because we know it's coming to all of us. That's probably number one. Yep. We're all yeah. It's going to happen. Going to happen. Exactly right. Right. Yes. Well, 1 Corinthians 15, 50, 51 through 57, okay? We're going to be changed. I, this just, to me, is fascinating, okay? Mm. We'll be changed in the twinkling of an eye. I mean, it's, it just makes me tingle yeah. to think about being changed in the twinkling of an eye. <laughs> and, of course, the dead are going to be, um, will be raised incorruptible. And mortality will put on immortality. Don't ask me how that happens because nobody knows. I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. But we believe because it says so. Uh -huh. And it's such, it, the, the wording there is, is just to me is just marvelous. Uh -huh. you know? What a promise. We will be changed. You know, there's a lot of questions around that. I'm sure my mind sometimes says, hmm, how does that work? Don't question. You know, it says what it says. It means what it says. That's what they right. say. You know? <laughs> but um, so um, that's one of the things I came, you know, Jesus talking to Martha in John 11, 25 through 26. I mean, he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Mm -hmm. shall live and he who lives and believes in me shall never die how what wonderful words mm -hmm. wonderful words of life absolutely right one of our viewers uh marcia again has referred us to revelation 2 and verse mm -hmm. 10 be faithful unto death and we'll receive that crown right. of righteousness uh, Ruby Haywood writes, we are promised eternal life with God and Christ in heaven. And Amen. You know, those promises are the ones, I mean, those keep us motivated to want to do God's will and to look and not to fear death, but to, and, you know, it's like Paul said, where he said, I, you know, to live is Christ, to die, and just, you know, and I, I'm just, I don't know whether I should, you know, to, whether yeah. I want to or live more, but either one is going to be for God's benefit. And we should be, I think, as, as righteous women doing God's will, we should not be, you know, shrinking back from death. We should approach it with confidence because if we're faithful to death, God has that uh, crown of righteousness for us. Jill, did you have some other thoughts of, of promises about death? You know, I'm a terrible procrastinator. I guess I kind of always worry about what things I'm going to leave undone. Ah. 
but I, I, God can take care of that too. So right. mm -hmm. that's right. That's right. I think the, the, the biggest fear of death for me is, is just not knowing it's just the transition part, you know? Yeah. Um, and you may have seen on Facebook where the, the, the man's talking to his doctor and said, I don't understand about death. What's it going And the doctor, he says, you know, my dog's on the other side of that door. Oh. He doesn't know what's, you know, what's to do, but he knows I'm here and he's coming, you know, he's waiting for me. I can't remember. I didn't tell it very well, but, um, it's so it's so true. God has told us he's there. He's waiting for us. And that uh, if as long as we remain righteous, uh, like we said, Revelation 2 and 10, as long as we're doing that, uh, are obedient to God. And as long as we are living righteously, we can be sure that, you know, God is going to he's going to reward us and uh, that death is going not to be necessarily a happy occasion. I don't wouldn't mean to say that at all, but um, it just is. It doesn't have to be awful. It it can be a time of rejoicing for us that we're going home, uh, and that's I think one way we need to look at it that way. So, yes, we're going home. Yeah, and, and we we need to remember two things I think important that I thought about while you were saying that one is mm. that God is a righteous judge and yep. two, that he loves, mm -hmm. he mm. loves mankind. He wants us to be with him. He's rooting for us. Right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. So um, as we close our study this evening, all this month, the first three lessons of this month, we're going to be talking about aging and death for the woman of God. Uh, and we'll, Kathleen Trigg will be with us next week, uh, and she's going to present a lesson to us uh, about aging and death. And uh, we appreciate Jill and uh, Judy being with us this evening. Thank you so much for or spending time to be with us uh, tonight. Uh, next, as you are next week, we will be on next Thursday, of course, at eight o'clock. But in the meantime, please watch Answering Religious Error on Tuesday evenings at eight o'clock. Uh, the men that are presenting those lessons have wonderful lessons for us from God's word. They're also answering Bible questions on Wednesdays at noon. Um, and uh, you can submit your questions to them. Then, uh, but also on every Monday through Friday, Mark Dunnigan does a podcast. He calls it the Daily Answer, and it's it's scriptural, it's entertaining, it's uplifting, it's encouraging. So please be sure to. Uh oh, sorry. Watch. What am I doing? Wait a minute. <laughs> the wrong thing going. Okay, that's what I wanted to be. So please be sure to, I don't want to say that. That's not true. Okay. There. <laughs> My thingy's getting crazy. So we appreciate so much you're listening to all this little jumble tonight. And uh, and uh, we want to say good night to, to Jill and to Judy. And, and we appreciate it again so much. So good night to y'all. Good night.